G'day, this is an abridged version of the episode that you can hear in full by signing up at uncomfortableconversations.substack.com slash subscribe. Enjoy the freebie. G'day, humans. Welcome to the safe space for dangerous ideas. This is a fun one. This is a primo episode. This is one of the episodes that you get in full, uh, several of them every month if you subscribe to the show. But even if you don't, enjoy the, uh, the the first portion of this historical chat that I had with one of the funniest men in Australia. Ed Cavalli is someone I met while I was at university. We, uh, we liked each other. We started doing short-form improv together, otherwise known as theatre sports in Australia, under the tutelage of the brilliant Rob Carlton. Uh, we achieved some success. We ended up doing a little show at the Melbourne Comedy Festival in oh, 2005, whenever that was, the, 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 the heyday of, uh, of our university years. Ed has since gone on, like me, to be a broadcaster. He, uh, he currently hosts the, uh, the breakfast show on Today FM with, uh, with Husey and Erin. Uh, he's on Have You Been Paying Attention, a television show on Network 10. He had, uh, he's previously worked elsewhere, Triple M, Brisbane, and so on. Uh, he's well known to a lot of Australians, and he's beloved to me. Uh, a few years ago, I was, I think it was, I was still living in the United States, and I was back in Australia, and I sat down with Ed in a bar cafe, and I picked his brain about the differences between Australia and America. Uh, We both have a little bit of experience in both countries. I thought it would be interesting to get his perspectives. As a result, this is not a topical show, but it's a great insight into the man and the legend that is Ed Cavalier. If you want to hear the whole thing, you can go to uncomfortableconversations.substack.com slash listen, and you'll be you'll get your own special private feed, which will have ad-free episodes always, and this kind of additional bonus content in its entirety. You'll also become part of our fabulous community. You'll be able to talk about and debate the episodes in our online forums on Substack. And if you choose the highest uh, level, then you'll also get a monthly fabulous cocktail chatter Zoom session uh, with yours truly. Those are really interesting and we're building a really cool community there where I get to actually chat with and see you all. It's not hard. Pull your phone out, uncomfortableconversations.substack.com slash listen. I know you've been meaning to get around to it. Today might as well be the day. Whether you do or not, enjoy the one and only Ed Kaplan. We're sitting here at the local tap house yes. in Melbourne, Australia, with the great Ed Cavalier, star of stage and screen and mostly radio, radio really. Yes. Very well-known Australian radio. radio and television audiences. Yes. Um, had a great show on Triple M for many years, some I would years. say. Couple couple years. Some years. Couple years. With Tony Martin. Yes. Um, yep. And now uh, hosts Breakfast Radio in, in Brisbane, Brisbane on yes. Triple M. Yep. And uh, numerous other television yes. opportunities. Yes. That's true. And I was I don't know why I'm introducing you like this in such a haphazard fashion when you could probably just I could just say Ed who no, are you? I've done some radio and uh, done some television. I uh, made a, you know done a couple of films. I tried to be an actor but I wasn't very good so I stopped mm. that. Um, and uh, I was told that uh, in my first ever audition for an Australian police drama set in a small town. It was one of those funny shows, you know, like Murder, She Wrote. There was just constant murders in that small mm. town where the, mm. the... I mean, if you were gonna, if I was going to commit a murder in the 80s, I yeah. certainly wouldn't do it in the only hamlet in America where there's an author there who has a 100% strike rate for That's solving right. And where, where every week someone's getting arrested for murdering someone. How much could just they... leave the town. If you, left, if you lived there, surely just, just drive move. Away. Just, just drive away. If the town's jinxed. I was... I, you know... 
Geez, they could have used her in the wire. Yeah. <laughs> I just yeah. kept thinking Angela would have cleaned up. Yeah. Bunk and, imagine Bunk and Angela Lansbury together. Oh, I love it. Get rid of McNulty. He's Did, drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever watch Columbo? Yeah. Because Columbo was another one where he would have... It was always the easy... It, crimes are so easy to solve because yeah. they come to... They come together so perfectly, but he would always solve them in such a way that you would know that the person did it, yeah. but there was no evidence that, no. Would, hold, that would stand up in a court oh, no, of law no, no, no. that just, he would be able to convict. He, yeah. was, he was just like, it's <laughs> just like, you know, oh, look, well, now I saw you, I saw the way that you looked at me yeah. when I said the deceased woman's cousin's name, yeah. so I know now that you were having an affair with her and that yeah. you killed her. And you're like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Good reasoning, Columbo. Yeah. He did do it. How do you prove it now? Well, they never did the trials. Oh, my no. God. What a, what a great idea that would be if they then had a spin-off <laughs> show, which was the trials of Columbo, and people just getting off constantly. Every single person got off. Every single person walked. Someone should do that as a everybody, fake Twitter account or something. Or just a Where YouTube everybody, everybody walks. Johnny Cochran's always representing them. Shapiro uh, and uh, Kardashian. Would you say this is one respect in which the United That's States is better fine. than Australia? Because really the theme of this week's show yeah. is Australia versus America, America versus Australia. Yeah. What does each country do best? Let's begin with entertainment. Good. I would say that procedural uh, television shows are yeah. far better in the United States. Your yeah. law and orders. Yeah. Your, um, What's budget? You know, in budget, yeah. there, you, it, there's a great story that was um, in, in Australia. We have a, a good, but you know, relative, you know, comparatively small film and television industry, and never was that borne out more clearly. It was when they had a, uh, a television show which was based on the water in Sydney. Sydney's famous for its harbour, and this was just when Australians were like, "Why don't we try and sell our shows overseas?" Because uh, two of our uh, soap operas were selling very well in England, and they were like, "We can take over the world." When you say this is based on the water, it's about the water police, the yes. maritime police. The mar- it was called Water Rats. It was I called think Water you're Rats. Alluding to. Yeah, it was yeah. called Water Rats. It was a cop show on in, boats yeah, in the harbour. So yeah. most. Crimes. If if someone was going to rob a bank, they needed to somehow try and escape on a jet ski. Yeah, it was the in- bank had to be located on the beach. Yeah, yeah, it was a big bench, <laughs> like the one in Kokomo. It was a big bench, right? And so the idea was that the water rats were always solving crimes on the water, and it looked great, and it did look great. Mm. However, they realised that they ran out of actors, and so I know a guy who played two separate bad guys on Water Rats in the three year in the space of three years. Yeah, and they, don't they have rules also about how long you have about, to leave? It's about so eighteen months. Yeah, right. right. And, and so then they, after that, no one is ever gonna watch it on in no, bulk. No one's no. ever gonna binge watch and accidentally see back to back two episodes with the same guy That's playing right. two completely different people. So the first time he did it, because he has a certain look, this gentleman. He's good at playing sort of weirdos and bad guys. The first time he did it, his plan, or his character's plan, was to blow up the water rat's base on the pier. Right? Okay. He failed. Right. Yeah. They got him with a jet ski. He mm-hmm. went down. He did some time. Three years later, they've gone through every single actor in Australia, and yep. they've come back around to him, <laughs> and they've sent him... They didn't come to me. Well, neither me. No. And, but, yeah. That's I'm not an actor. No. Evidently, you're a terrible one. So <laughs> That's no how bad I am. I can't even get roles when they're using people twice. So then they come back around to him yeah. and they go, hey, Water Rats, do you want to do it? And he said, oh, no, I've already done this show. They said, oh, okay. So they made his character a New Zealander and then just dyed his hair. You'll never guess what this new bloke's plan was. To blow up the Water Rats yes. uh, base? <laughs> to blow up the base again. 
But if you speak with a bad New Zealand accent. Yes. And yeah. he had and this time he had an axe. Hey Tom, <laughs> hey Paul, come over here. And then the water rats busted him again. But why I've been intrigued by this plot line, because I thought that the water rats were solving actual crimes. Yeah. Why is someone out to blow up the police? No, like they had a, he had a vendetta. The second time around, he had a vendetta because they'd done something to his family. And the first time around, he was crazy. It was like a beast story. Mm. And so that was the way that went around. And so then to, to, to top it all off, the same guy then gets a call two years later when Water Rats had finished and they'd started up a new show where it was a small town... Uh, inland where there was a police station and lo and behold there was major crimes in this small town every week right and he got called hey listen would you like to come and do a small part you need to blow up the local police base courthouse courthouse yeah <laughs> it's a floating courthouse and all of the cops will be getting around on boats which are actually like the Tata they're just a exactly. cardboard box <laughs> one man three rolls Attempted blower up uh, each yeah. time. They're actually on hovercraft, so they're both they're amphibious vehicles yeah. that they can get around the desert and yeah. the water. Yeah. So, in answer to your question, yes, America does okay. those procedurals so hundred times better. Is there anything in Australian entertainment that you would say Australia wins on the on purely the in the entertainment industry stakes? Uh, people in the crowd at sporting events. The yeah. people in the crowd at sporting events in I watch a lot of the of NBA and the people in the front row, unless it's Jack Nicholson, mm. it's always just guys. It, it's mainly sort of well, it's always Spike Lee, isn't it? Well, or at the at the, at the garden, but if you're Madison Square Garden, but around I've, I've noticed now that it's always just sort of rich looking guys with either their second wife in very tight white jeans or their mm. first wife with a lot of work done in very tight white jeans. Mm-hmm. And then they jump up and down and celebrate three. They're, 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 they're dags, but Australians do... A dag is an Australian term oh, right. for a, a knob, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. But, in, but we do crowd much, much better because they drink a lot and most of it's live mm. and the cameraman's not afraid to linger on someone who looks like they might be up to something. Also, the climate is so nice here for oh, so much of the off. year that people... Shirts off, yeah, outside, shirts off. outdoors, yeah, yeah, everyone's off. sweaty, yeah. shirts yeah. off, they've got the beer, they're holding yes. a big thing of beer. Yes, they've had 100. And yeah. the, best guy I always, I, the best guy I've seen recently was a guy at a, uh, a rugby league match. If you're trying to work out what rugby league is, um, it's like you take all the pads off American football um, and then start a fight. And then give a score at the end. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically it. It's a much slower, more cumbersome, more brutish version yeah. of rugby. Yes. Which is already all those right. things. Rugby league to. was started because rugby was too complicated. So that tells you. That tells you. That's kind of where and we're all at. Of, all, you're not allowed to become a player unless you've got a cauliflower ear yes. and a nose that's been smeared across your face a sufficiently large number of yes. times. Yes. And, and it's barely a nose anymore, technically. And criminal records are no impediment yeah, no they're not they're not a they're not a they're not a problem they're not required no but they're not frowned upon either yeah so there was a guy in the crowd and he decided that he was going to do his act and his act was to stand up and the team he goes for is called the roosters and so what he does is he puts a rubber glove on over his whole face sure and blows it up until it's a howie mandel trick that well, was how howie mandel got famous he would go on stage at stand-up routines and he would put a rubber glove over his head and he would blow it up until it was very big, and then idiots would laugh, and before you know it, deal or no deal is a thing, and Howie Mandel is a wealthy, wealthy man. Well, this guy in the crowd 
I don't know if he's got a national television profile, but he probably mm-hmm. should. Yep. He probably does in New Zealand or something. <laughs> someone someone must love him. So he would just do it. But then does how he do it to the point where it explodes? I don't recall. Because no. Because before my time. Right. But that's what this guy does. He okay. blows it up so much until it oh, boom, pops And on. is the game going on yes, at this point? Yes, but they stayed on him. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we do better. We, I love it. People at home are like, what, what's the score? I don't know, but this guy with a rubber duck on his yeah. head is hilarious. Yeah. That's what we do better. We do crowds. Also, cricket is a whole other thing when it comes to crowds because you'll often not even be sit, sitting down. No. You, could, you could be lying on, a, in, on the grass. Yes. Looking at it. You might not even be, have paid money. You no. might just be spying on it yes. because you've, you've got yourself a case of beer. Yes. And you've gone up and you've got your esky, which uh, your cooler box. I don't know what yes. Americans call an esky. Yeah, cooler. Uh, a cooler, I suppose. Do, yeah. and, uh, well, and I know that because when Arnold Schwarzenegger played uh, Mr. Free, uh, Dr. Freeze or Mr. Mm. Freeze in the last of the first lot of Bat- second lot of Batmans before they had to redo it, and the only good line was when Batman was going to send him into, the, into jail, and he said, you're not sending me to the cooler. Yeah, but the cooler is a slang for jail. Yeah, but he meant it as in both as a, a pun on oh, freeze, mm. that and the thing. It was deep. How, where did you dig that anec- that movie anecdote from? Oh, it's one of my... Yeah. I worked in a video store for nine years. Oh, that's right. Yes. I worked in a video store for a good three years. Yes, but you watched good videos. Blockbuster. Yes. I watched basically... Um, what's, speaking of the Hankses, oh. uh, I watched Castaway pretty much oh. every night for about 18 months. Yeah, that's good. Great movie. That's a good movie. Wait, wait for that uh, plane crash scene. Well, so let's, does let's, it still look good? Uh, well, I haven't seen it since that's I was it. See, that's 22 the classic, years old. Don't watch it again. Yeah, the yeah, classic. Does right. it still look good? But just so, to finish on the cricket thing. Okay. Um, also, the other great thing about cricket, just before you jump in, is um, Indians and Pakistanis are yes, crazy about it, and it. they are so when they're crazy about something, they are crazy about yes, something, and they'll show up. So you'll get yeah. a game Australia versus India. There'll be a hundred thousand people there. Yeah. And it'll be basically be split, which is the good thing about Australia. Well, okay, that actually maybe that's another thing we do well. I don't know if we do it better. We do well is international sport here is really well attended because we've got people from all over the world. You can have any sporting tournament you want, and there'll be a lot of local support for whatever team it is that happens to show up. Like you know, when oh, they- I see. You mean because we're such a multi-ethnic yeah, yeah, country yeah. that yeah. they'll, yeah, the there's local Indians will come out yeah, and show up. There's always someone who'll show up. That's right. In fact, Americans always think of themselves as being a great melting pot, and uh, many parts of yeah. America are. Uh, Queens is the most diverse ju- political jurisdiction in the world. Apparently, so is, that like hard, is that hard to win? What Queens? Yeah, do you, is it hard to be like? How do you be? <laughs> how, like, how do you be the pre- predominant? Yeah, yeah, like, how do you be like? What well, depends on the little neighbourhood, I suppose. If you're Thai in the Thai area, good right. for you. But don't well, don't cross that street right. because that's Sri Lanka Alley, and all of a sudden <laughs> Sri Lankans own they own right, that side right, of the road. Right. Okay, I think. Um, right. But Australia actually has, and this will be interesting for Americans. I think more than half of the people in Australia have yeah. arrived since the Second World War. Yeah, which is a much larger proportion of people of yeah. foreigners. It's relatively if new. you want to call them that. Yeah, yeah. than than, uh, than even in the United States. Is it? But that's going to change in America anyway, because Donald Trump's going to empty him out. Well, they're all going to go. They're all going to go. Has he? No, but I'll tell you what. Yeah. Uh, but just before we get to Trump, um, there, here's an interesting stat, which is that a majority of Americans under the age of three, yep, uh, are not a non-white. A non-white. So it's only a matter of time. You just got to wait for them to turn eighteen or twenty-one right, or whatever, right, right, and then right. America. That is when America is that will everywhere? be everywhere. Uh, 
No, of course there are white towns, but if you take all of Americans right. as a whole, a majority of them are not white. So we're, we have right. already tipped over the precipice of America being a majority minority right, country. Right, right, right. Whoa. Once they grow up and once the old people die. But they're not going to die. They're never going to die because of science. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Rupert Murdoch. Yeah. He looks good. He does. He's 80-something. He's got a new wife. She's 59. And Jerry Hall. Yeah, Jerry Hall, who used to, Who in the 70s had a fake, you know, that marriage to Mick Jagger they found out. You'll never guess. When Jerry Hall got married to Mick Jagger mm. on the beach in Bali in the 60s, it mm. wasn't legally binding. No, but well, hang on. How is it, that possible? It was... Uh, you, I thought, you wouldn't read about it. This... The so, local shaman. I thought Jer- uh, Jer- so Jerry Hall, I got. I thought was a Spice Girl when no, I first heard no, the name, but no. then I remembered who Jerry she's Hall an was. Old Spice Girl, perhaps, but she's not. She's who's the Who's the Jerry Halliwell? Was a Spice Girl. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I also thought that maybe she was Gerald Ford, former Prime Minister, former President of the United States. Yeah, but then <laughs> this is where my head goes. I don't right. know a lot about. Compton, and I don't know a lot about Jerry. Pop culture is not your. It's not my forte. Politics and stuff. Yeah, like real issues and entertainment. I like entertainment if it's good. Look, the last thing I'd say that we do that I can give you one straight away that America does a lot better than Australia, and that's Mexican food. Now, Mm. because it's now this is a true stat given to me by someone who works at the local at the um, uh, fruit and veg markets. And there's been an explosion in the cost of avocados in Australia. Yeah. They've gone from like $2 each to like $4. And the other day I was at a cafe and a slice of avocado, half an avocado, they were charging $8. No. I swear. To our American listeners in Australian dollars worth about 75 cents. So $8 would put set you back about 6 bucks. Yeah. So imagine paying 6 bucks for half of an avocado. Ridiculous. And I said to this, I said to this fruit man, I said, hey, man, what's a go? Are you just... You know, mm. is this gouging? Mm. Have you seen a child opportunity to get us? Because you've, you've got us hooked on its delicious fats and now you're trying to jack up the price. And he said, and no. he said, yes, I mean, I am, but it's also expensive as well. He there said, are two factors going on here. The avocado costs $4. I'm charging you eight for half. Yeah. It's a four, four, four X markup. Yeah. But uh, so you're getting screwed by me and I'm getting screwed by them. Well, he said that the, the real thing that's happened is the explosion of Mexican restaurants in Australia. I was going to talk to you about this. I actually was going to talk to you about this socially off the podcast right. because when I came back, came back here last week, we yeah. got to Sydney, all of a sudden it's Mexican this, Mexican yes. that. My phone just lit up with a text message from my other friend. She and her partner invited me out to dinner tonight. Yeah. They want to go to a Mexican cantina. I told when you. I was growing up, no. there was no Mexican food in Australia. No. There was a lot of Asian food. Delicious. There was Asian a lot of food. Thai food, yes. Indonesian, Malaysian, yes. Chinese, yes. Japanese, and all that Southeast Asian stuff yes. here is better. So let's just, when in, the, right. in the Australia versus America states. Our Thai food's better? Absolutely. What about the names of the Thai restaurants? Uh, no, New York does that better. I don't know about the rest of the states, but they're all puns. Like Titanic and stuff? Titanic, Typhoon, Tie Me Up, Tie Me Down. Yeah, I've got all those. You know, Thai food. Food. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. Thanks, Ed. Uh, but now that I've come here, I've seen an explosion of yeah, not only Mexican, but yeah. also American-style, like oh, yeah. the greasy dinosaur style, like boutique yes, diner sort of burger thing. Yes, that, gone, that craze has gone nuts here. That's gone crazy as well. Those are the two big sort of moves in food here. But that, he told me that that's the problem. And he said the other thing that happened is people in Australia were demanding healthy sushi. Now, health, sushi as what is it, rice wine or whatever it is that they – treat the rice with something like that. I can't remember what it is exactly, which makes it quite sugary, so it's not very good for you. 
But I remember having it in sushi in California, and they were like, we don't use any of that. You know, this is all natural. We use um, tamarind. To, to, you treat the rice, so it's perfectly fine. And then they... And they was they, but they don't do that here. But the other thing is, people were demanding healthy sushi. So to in order to make try and make health, sushi sound healthy, they were putting avocado in it. Oh, okay, yeah. So and let's put in the category in America, cheaper avocados. Yeah. In I fact, see. in Los Angeles, my mate was living in a street, and next door they had a ca- avocado tree. You could just take it. Well, if you're a thief, I did. Because <laughs> you are. Yes. Uh, I tell you what, this might also explain what I saw yesterday, which was a lemon. That was selling for four dollars. A four dollar lemon. What was its key features? It was a lemon. That was the key feature. What else was it bringing to the table? Nothing. It was just a lemon. So there's a lemon. This is a lemon. There's well, a lemon and lemon? avocado. Yeah, because le- there's so a lemon's of- also in guacamole. So maybe it's all the Mexicans' fault. Tomatoes. They'll be next. I, now I'm now I'm. I have some sympathy for Trump. I knew this. Get him out of here. I knew this is. Get him out of here. <laughs> Jacking up the price of a good Aussie avocado. Okay, so food, we've covered uh, entertainment, touched on sports. Well, movies, obviously, Americans uh, do better. Than ab- absolutely. I mean, yeah. Australian films, what do you think, what do you make of Australian movies? Because if I had to, I think most Americans would not be very familiar with Australian movies, but they would know Australian-American Babe. co-productions that are basically Australian. So the movie Babe with the talking pig, yeah. Moulin Rouge. Mad Max. Uh, Mad Max. Australian, um, Australian movie. Yeah, and then there are the sort of more slightly pretentious kind right. of New Animal. Zealand Australian oh, thing. Right. There's the piano. Oh, right. Animal or, Kingdom, that was the one where... There was a Americans ago. wouldn't know that, but... Right. Um, but no. De Niro. No, that wasn't no. De Niro. No, was no, Jackie Weaver. And Jackie all. Weaver. And um, uh, the bloke that's now in Bloodlines and was in Batman. Yeah, that's right. Who's great. Australian actor. Anyway. Yeah, who's actually a friend of mine and now I can't remember his well, name. Do you know, Sorry. Do you know what, what... Okay, so I reckon that I heard some American actors complaining that all the leading men are Australians or Brits. Right. Yes, there is this complaint in Hollywood that, that all the good roles are going to Brits and Aussies. Right. And that's because having been in LA, your typical LA actor male, I wouldn't say was the most traditionally movie masculine type of guy that you'd meet. Oh, that's an interesting analysis. Yeah. I, 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 so you're saying that... Um, Los Angeles, local American actors in Hollywood are too sort of effete and primped yeah, and there's a, a ruggedness a, to yes, Aussies and Brits. Yes. There are perceived be, ruggedness, which they play up. Don't make any, don't make no mistake. Because that they know that there's that uh, perception, I know...